This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 219 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost, the best web hosting for just $3.95 a month. Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture to get more information about that today. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to the week of holidays and disasters. That's right. Here in the United States, we are celebrating the 4th of July holiday. And whether you are in the U.S. or abroad, a U.S. citizen, or just feel like celebrating the 4th of July with us, you may have some traffic coming in through your digital and social customer care team that you have to deal with. And you also may have some staffing considerations due to the holiday coming in. So that may mean that you have got additional volume or you may have less volume to contend with. Either way, there may be situations that do not normally happen in your normal course of business. And that's what we're going to focus on this week. I'm focusing all these episodes for you right around holidays. And then I also threw in some disaster planning just in case your holiday plans go awry and you get some volume that you wish you didn't get or you've got some challenges, especially with limited staffing. So kick up your feet Grab your cup of coffee or tea or whatever refreshing beverage you are having and enjoy these episodes. Today's inspiration comes to us from Stephen Covey, who said, The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. And our book of the day is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change by Stephen R. Covey. So what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about prioritizing digital care volume. Last week's episodes were all focused on New Year's resolutions because it was the first week of January 2018 and we focused on making sure that you could declutter and streamline how you could be very efficient with the mastery journal that was on episode 90 And then we talked about just really going in and cleaning out your customer experience journey in your digital properties. And then we talked about on Friday's episode 92, how to make sure that you're being very productive. Now that we've got those foundational items out of the way, like making sure that your sort of digital house is clean and you know how to tackle the projects that are coming to you this year, now we're moving into efficiency. We're going to talk all this week about efficiency. Yesterday's episode 93 on Manic Monday was about measuring opportunities for efficiency. If you missed that episode, highly recommend that you go back and have a listen to it. Today, we're talking about prioritizing volume that's coming to you on your digital customer support spaces. And the reason that we need to prioritize is because we need to be efficient. 
More so than ever, we talked before about how my 2018 prediction is that we're going to need to scale because more volume is coming as we see more of the generation of millennials coming to us looking for customer support. We heard recently from an article that I covered that $30 million of money is being transferred from baby boomers to their millennial heirs over the next 10 years. So this obviously changes where the wallet share is in terms of our customers. They will be making decisions and driving what's happening. And it's not just about the millennials because the millennials have taught the rest of us, the Gen Xers, the Gen Z that's behind them, what's possible and what can be had out there in the marketplace. So we're expecting that there's going to be a tremendous swell of volume coming to us over digital channels. And to make sure that we're prepared, we want to make sure that we are efficient now. We want to use prioritization because it saves agents time when you prioritize and group like things together. It decreases the overall incoming volume when you're prioritizing. And let me explain why I say that. I say that because if you have a very urgent post that is buried inside of non-urgent items and it's taking you a long time to get to that urgent post, it's very possible that the person who has made the urgent post is going to post again very quickly when you haven't immediately responded. You've seen it before when we talk about somebody going to a private messaging channel, whether they're sending you a direct message on Twitter or they're going through Messenger on Facebook. They're trying to reach out to you privately, but you haven't responded, and it makes customers think for a second maybe they don't respond privately, or they might even think if I don't go out and make a huge deal about it, they're never going to respond to me. So then they go and respond publicly. Maybe they do it a couple of times. Maybe their friends see it. I call it the pile-on phenomenon. So if you just make sure that you're answering urgent customers very quickly, you can avoid all of that additional volume where they're contacting you a hundred times about the same item. Just get to them the first time. So, and it also allows agents to work more posts because if you've got the urgent things together, you don't have this extra volume coming in, then they've got more posts that they can get through and it just makes a more efficient machine. You will also notice improved customer satisfaction and improved net promoter scores. Why? Because again, you're ensuring that critical items are being answered immediately. If I need you right now and I don't have to wait in line behind somebody else, I'm likely to be more satisfied than if I have something urgent, but I'm waiting for a really long time to get my response. Another reason it's important to prioritize is because of increased visibility. And I'm not talking about how on social media channels, everybody can see what you're doing, although that is a factor that it's a very public place to be transacting business, so you should put your best foot forward. I'm talking about increased visibility to which customers are reaching out on which products and services from which region and at what level of severity. So when you're prioritizing in certain ways, you can say, hey, we've got 10 priority one cases coming through from Switzerland. 
And everybody is really angry because they're using these words that are kicking them into the priority one bucket that we've established for our company. Just by the fact that you've set up these different priorities, you can then immediately tell once things are being bucketed as they should be, how many of what priority you're getting and you're setting your own priority as to what it's important to you. So it's very helpful in increasing your visibility to what's happening out there in your world. Now, we've talked about why you need to prioritize, but what about ways that you can prioritize? What if you've not worried about prioritizing yet? It hasn't been something that you've tried yet. What should you do? How do you get started? Well, here are a few ways that you could be prioritizing the volume that comes into you. You could prioritize if you are a producer of a product. If your company, maybe your national chewing gum company, and you make chewing gum, here is a way that you could think about prioritizing. Your priority one, meaning most severe items, could be that the product is missing or it's not functioning at all. So for chewing gum, somebody ordered a case of gum for their convenience store. It never arrived. That's priority one because they ordered something, paid for it. It didn't show up. Priority two for a product provider could be that the product is there, but it's not functioning as expected. So if you're chewing gum, maybe the case of chewing gum arrived but it's somehow damaged or it's not what they had ordered. If something's wrong with whatever showed up, that should be your second priority. Third priority would be a complaint about the product. They're not missing the product. Everything's fine about the product, but whoever's posting to you is just not satisfied with the product. They have some sort of complaint or issue with it. Maybe they don't like the label on the National Chewing Gum Company's Tutti Fruity flavor of gum. Maybe they don't like the flavor Tutti Fruity. Whatever that is, that should be your third priority. The fourth priority could be if the case of chewing gum showed up, it's exactly what they needed. They don't have a complaint about the product. They actually have either a question about the gum that showed up or they have a question about their bill. So that should be priority four. And then priority five is if they wanna give you a compliment about the case of chewing gum that showed up. Hey, case of chewing gum showed up, just wanna say the delivery guy was fantastic. He even brought it in and set up the display. He was very friendly, told me that there's gonna be another flavor coming out soon. Great customer service, just wanted to let you guys know that Bill, the delivery driver, did a great job. That's priority five. Why do I organize it in this way? Sort of touched on it in a few other episodes before, but the reason that this prioritization structure works when you have a product that you are distributing to people is because the most urgent and critical item out of this lot is if I have ordered something from you and it is not here, and I've already paid for it. I am very concerned in this situation. That needs to be taken care of immediately. If the product has shown up, but it's not functioning as I would like it to, then that's still very important, and I need to be dealt with immediately. 
But still, it makes sense that we should reach out to the person who's paid and not received their product at all before we get to the person whose product is not functioning as expected. See where this is going? And when you work your way down the rows, priority five, the compliment about a product, it's not in any way less important than something missing or not functioning because you need the people who are going to compliment you. The person who has a missing product or a product that's not functioning as expected needs to see those compliments that are coming through from other people so that they know that your modus operandi is not to just sell things to people and not deliver them. They can see that other people are having positive experiences. So this is probably not what you intend to be the experience. But customers who are giving you a compliment are likely in a better mood. They have a little bit more time to wait for you to thank them for the compliment, but their mood might not stay elevated if they take the time out of their day to provide you with a compliment and there's some sort of you're welcome that's not sent their way. So that works well for people who have physical products that they're shipping and getting off to people. What about service providers? What if you have a service that you offer? Maybe you have a cleaning company. Maybe you provide electricity to people's homes. Whatever it is, you are a service provider. The basic same structure works for you that works for product creators. We're just simply now talking about services. The very first priority if you offer a service is if the service is missing, perhaps the cleaning lady didn't show up, perhaps the bug spray was not applied, perhaps whatever was supposed to be the dry cleaning, for example, wasn't delivered when you expected it, nothing showed up. Or if you're providing services, like we said, electricity, the electricity is not on. These are obviously priority one, very severe situations that need to be addressed immediately. Run in and scoop up those customers as fast as you can. Get them taken care of. Let them know that you are on it. You're going to find out what's happening, get to the bottom of it, and remedy that situation. The second would be the service is not functioning as expected. What do I mean by functioning? It's probably a bad choice of words, but maybe the cleaning lady showed up, but she didn't know that she was going to be dusting the blinds or washing the baseboards today, and she's not prepared for that or doesn't have enough time in the day for that. Maybe the dry cleaning showed up, but you're missing a shirt or one of the shirts has a stain still on it, whatever that is. Those are the kinds of things where if it's not functioning as expected, that should be your very second priority. And then again, priority three, just like with your products, if you have a complaint about the service, perhaps, you know, when the person came to do the yard spray application, they missed a spot or somebody was, you know, rude or they weren't treated in the way that they wanted to, they just have a complaint. Or it could be a brand complaint too, right? Maybe they're upset with something that you do at a corporate level as per your policy. Maybe they don't like a charity that you're donating funds to. Whatever that is, whatever the complaint is, that should be your third priority. Then your fourth priority should be just general questions about the service or the billing. I'm fine. Everything's going as expected. The person that comes to clean the house or water the plants that I'm paying the service for, everything's fine. The plants are alive. But I just wonder when you guys water, do you put any fertilizer in or is it just straight water? I'm not really clear. Or 
when I signed up, is it supposed to be for a 12 month or a 24 month? What happens if I cancel? These are regular questions. And then priority five would be the compliment about the service. If they said, hey, the service that you provide watering my plants or walking my dogs, this is great. Maybe it's care.com or something. I don't know. And you're like, hey, the person who came to babysit for my child did a fantastic job, whatever that is. That's a really good priority level that you can use ways to prioritize whatever volume is coming into you. Here are a few additional priorities that you can consider. These can be used in layers on top of and folded into because you can have more than one type of item as a priority one, depending on which kind of fancy tool that you're using as it's delivering volume to you. Could be that you've got high priority clients. Some companies are experimenting now with delivering really fantastic levels of service to very high paying customers, customers that take more than one service a month, customers who are very influential. Maybe you've got a large scale client. Sometimes you've got if you're a B2B provider, you might be providing utility services for hospitals or banks and those in case of emergency get some sort of extra level of attention. Maybe your business clients versus your residential clients are taken care of first, but they're all taken care of by the same agents. These are different considerations that could be put in. So maybe your priority one is service missing or not functioning at all or any business client. See how you can do that there. So you can customize all of this for your particular vertical, your particular company, and what makes sense for you. Also, if you've got high priority, limited time initiatives that are happening, maybe you have a new product or service launch that's coming out. Maybe you're going to add a product to your set. For example, maybe National Chewing Gum Company is going to come out with the Valentine's Day uh, heart-shaped gum or something. I don't know. I'm making it up. But If they're coming out with that and it's going to be for a limited time, or maybe it's a pilot, maybe you're going to test this new flavor of gum. So you want to make sure that you're spending extra attention in whatever comments are coming through about that particular product that's coming out. You can set that up as a priority one. Also, if you've got anything that's sensitive, if you're regulated somehow, if there are laws coming out, if you've got any of those sorts of things that are happening, That could be something that you want to make sure has a very high priority with what you're delivering in digital and social customer care. So check that out. And you notice I said digital because you can do this prioritization with your support chat agents as well. You can say that if someone clicks in your customer support chat that they've got this type of issue or that type of issue. You can route to specific agents and give them specific priorities too, and you can manipulate the way that the traffic patterns flow for people to come get service so that you can triage. And essentially, that's what we're doing here is we're triaging the volume that comes in. So how do you get started? Well, first, I would recommend that you look for similar initiatives across your organization. If your call center is giving a special treatment to a particular class of clients that, you know, maybe spend X number of dollars a month or they're on a particular package or tier structure, try to ladder up against that so that they're getting the same treatment inside of the call center and inside of your digital customer support as well. 
So look for marketing to have any sort of demographic information, maybe particular products are treated in a certain way, or like I said, the call center. And then the second thing I would recommend is get input from your stakeholders. Ask your direct reports what makes sense in terms of prioritization. Ask your frontline, do interviews with your frontline agents to find out what their thoughts are too, or have your direct reports do that. And then ask your leadership if they know of any initiatives that are coming down that you've not been made aware of yet that you should take into consideration as you're getting this set up. And then step three of four is to launch a pilot program around what you're setting out. And step four is test and refine. There you have it. That is information for you about prioritizing digital care volume. This will help you become much more efficient if you've not implemented it yet. And your agents will thank you. Your customers will thank you. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click on the picture for Craft Beer Club today to learn more. All right, there you have it. That is another episode in our week of holidays and disasters curated just for you because, hey, you shouldn't have to go back digging through over 200 episodes looking for something that you need. I'm going to take care of that and bring that to you. So make sure that you tune in next time to make sure that you are on the leading edge of technology and strategy for running your digital and social customer care team. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.